Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Your time in this hour for hot takes. Plenty of time for calls. Coming up here, we will get to those in a little less than a half hour. We also have to do a green light. Haven't gotten you to the latest on the World Series this morning, but we most certainly will. My hot takes earlier today. I'm going to be spending a bunch of time at the DMV later because I need to legally change my name to Mike White. I, what can you say? The kid had the best day of all time. And that brings us to this. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, what? It's a tradition unlike any other. I'm sorry, what, here off the top of our second hour where you'll hear interesting people saying interesting things. And the first is going to be Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, who had by far his best day as a coach, as a head coach yesterday. And so did his team. And Mike White has, statistically, the greatest starting debut in NFL history. And he's asked after the game, could White continue to be the starter when Zach Wilson returns? Here's what he said. Anything's possible. So it's it, it goes back to that whole theory of the difference between player A and player Z is an opportunity and reps. That's what this league is. That's professional sports. That's why they come out of nowhere. They Someone gets an opportunity. And what Mike does with his, his opportunity is he's got the world in front of him. He's got to take advantage of it. Okay. So his response to the question, could this guy continue to be the starter when when Mike, when Zach Wilson comes back? Again, the first words. Anything's possible. So. Anything is possible. He didn't say Zach Wilson is our starting quarterback. That's fascinating to me because Zach Wilson is the future of the New York Jets organization. He is. They've drafted him to be that exactly. And his talent level is off the charts and that has not changed. But that sounds to me like a coach who's kind of open to this and he has said quite a few things, Salah, since he became the head coach that made me think, oh, I don't think he wanted to say that. Like, and we've had some fun with it, our share of fun with it. So what I'm not positive is, did that just come out of his mouth? Meaning he might kind of regret saying it? Or was he sending a message? Like, if you want to send a message to your injured quarterback, Zach Wilson wasn't benched. Zach Wilson has an injury to his knee. So if you want to send a message to him, then when you were asked the question, could this guy keep this job? Your response is anything is possible. That's a message sending response, right? So what I don't know, and Sala will be on with Michael and those guys this afternoon, I assume his usual Monday visit. That's the question. Like, are you sending a message to Zach Wilson by leaving that door open? That door doesn't stay open in most of the time. So I'm very interested to see that. And again, I'm very happy with what happened with the Jets yesterday. I would be delirious. There'd be no living with me if it had been done by Zach Wilson, because that's what you really want. You don't want the backup quarterback to be so good. You have to wonder whether the starter, who is your future, who's 22 years old, is getting back on the field. So I'm interested to see where that thing goes from here. Nuno, let me just ask you quickly. You have a talk show mentality do you think the coach was sending a message by saying anything is possible he seemed very measured there so yes I think he didn't want to I think he just thought about it and he's realized that he needs to win games and I think right now it's he's probably going to backtrack actually let me go back he's probably going to backtrack today right and say no I assume so like Zach Wilson's our guy that sounded like a guy who he got his win um, he's feeling good. 
he thinks you know this is the this is the answer that the rest of his team the rest of his team probably wants to hear that we're going to keep the guys in there that are helping us win versus going back and struggle with a guy just because he's the number two overall pick. All right, so that that's that to me is a fascinating one. The next one, this is Chris Tabor. You may be saying to yourself, if you're not in Chicago, well, who is that? He's the special teams coordinator of the Bears who was their acting head coach yesterday because Nat Maggie missed the game and the entire week because of COVID. And it either was or was not coincidental that Justin Fields had by far his best game yesterday. So Tabor was asked if he put his own spin on that game and on everything else as the coach. No, Coach and I talked a lot, uh, obviously, throughout the week. But he said, you know, put your spin on it and you'll know what to do. You'll have the feel of the game. Because I I will say this. I mean, there's analytics and you do listen to analytics and those type of things. But at the end of the day, there is a gut feeling. I mean, you are. You're you're going down a river and you have to figure out, hey, are we going to go right or are we going to go left? And there's a lot of things that go into that that you can't uh, come up with the answer on Wednesday or Thursday. So, uh, you know, I thought we played the flow of the game and and uh you know like i say at the end of the day it was a tale of two halves yeah and and there it was again uh the 49ers got the win yesterday but if i'm a fan of the bears i come away from that game feeling more like a win than a loss because the most important that's not a super bowl team that's not even a playoff team that the bears are a bad football team they have a lot of work to do before they get to be a good football team and they're going to have a whole new coach and a whole new staff and a whole new everything when they do it so the best thing they can do the rest of the year is develop the young quarterback. And so I come away from that yesterday, if I'm them, feeling very good. Did you know that according to Forbes, companies are working to fill millions of jobs in an epic hiring spree? Where do they turn? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates and makes it easy to invite your top choices to apply. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Next stop is ESPN. Were you watching our pregame show yesterday, Sunday NFL Countdown? They were talking about the game between Indianapolis and Tennessee. And they asked Teddy Bruschi his expectation. And listen to what Teddy said. I think there's going to be a handful of plays where we shake our head and think, what is Carson Wentz doing? And I I understand people are saying that he's playing better, but from a defensive perspective, we're in our team meeting room saying, this guy is going to give us the ball somehow, some way. He is going to do something that is absolutely stupid, and we don't know why he does it, and then we'll take advantage of it. That's what I think happens. I swear to you on my life, if you weren't watching, he said that before the game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's one of the most incredibly precise and accurate predictions that I've ever heard. And we talked about it earlier, Hembo. Carson went through two crippling, horrible interceptions yesterday. One of them in overtime that leads directly to the game-winning field goal for the other team in which Dan Orlowski did a great job of diagramming. He has the check down wide open. He can check it down to the running back who might have hit his head on the goalpost and certainly was going to run that team into field goal range. So it is a terrible decision in overtime. The one at the end of regulation, it genuinely might be the worst play I've ever seen a quarterback make. I mean, I talked about it with Orlowski. Like Orlowski once ran out of the back of the end zone. He ran himself into a safety. I'm not sure that was a worse play than this (laughs) because a safety would have been way better then what happened? Hembo, that's the worst play I've ever seen. Ever. But if you're an Eagles fan, like I am, and you watch Carson Wentz play every snap, like I have, you've seen him make that play and plays like that 
for years, and I've been saying it, Carson Wentz's internal clock has been broken, and that's not the kind of thing that is just fixed by a clockmaker. Frank Reich is doing his best to make the game simple for Carson Wentz, but he can't make the throws for him. He can't make quick decisions for him. This is the player Carson Wentz is now. He's an average quarterback who fluctuates based upon things that he doesn't really control, but this, these are the kinds of mistakes that I saw him make for the last two or three years when no one was noticing. So, so in case you didn't see the play and you don't know what I'm talking about, a quarterback backed up inside his own five-yard line, back to throw, is standing in the end zone. As Orlovsky, because I asked him, what, 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 what is the quarterback's responsibility there? You've got one look. And if it's not there, if whatever the play it is you want isn't there, throw the ball at the feet of, as in this case, the tight end. Someone is kept in specifically so you will not get intentional grounding. Throw the ball at the feet of the eligible receiver if it's not there immediately because you cannot take a chance on a safety. Wentz, for reasons unknown only to him, doesn't do that. So now the pass rush gets to him. And rather than take it, 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 you could just see the thought process mm-hmm. in his mm-hmm. mind. He's like, I can't take the safety. He switches the ball to his left hand and just flings it straight up in the air. <laughs> and of course it is intercepted and taken in for a one yard touchdown return. It's, 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 it is one of the most startling plays I've ever seen in a football game. Carson Wentz is incapable of, you know, pressing the delete button on a play on giving up on a play. He can't. Do it. But all the great quarterbacks do it yeah. all the time. That's right. When have you ever seen him, uh, once a quarter at least, you'll see Tom Brady throw a ball into the ground or throw a ball away within two or two and a half seconds because it's not there. Carson Wentz never recognizes that ever, and yesterday it's the reason they lost the game. And they lost the game to Tennessee, and in case you're just joining us and haven't been near your phone or whatever it is, terrible news for the Titans today. This is a team that in the last three weeks beat Buffalo, Kansas City, and Indianapolis. Like, that sounds like a run through the playoffs through the Super Bowl, mm. right? Th- those those mm. are, well, I mean, the Colts are their, are their primary competition in the division. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Bills are the best team in the AFC. The Titans in three consecutive games beat all of them. But yesterday, they lose Derrick Henry, and the expectation is it's for the year. Shefty came on Get Up and broke the news this morning that he is undergoing an MRI in which the expectation is he's got a fracture in his foot that requires season-ending surgery, and that is devastating. Devastating. There are very few injuries that happen in a season where I will say the following. I got to work this morning thinking the Titans have an excellent chance to win the championship, and now I think they have none. And I, I, I feel terrible to say it because there's something about them I like. I like Vrabel, and I kind of like Tannehill, and, and there's just something about that team I kind of like. And they're done. Right? And they're just done. If Tannehill had suffered the season in the injury... It'd be better. It would be better. It would be far less terrible. That's, well, that is definitely the only running back in the NFL for whom you can say that about. No and and, and yeah. the only one in years. I mean, he's, yeah. he's the only running back mm. in, in years. Maybe Kamara right now. Like, Kamara is that important to his team. Like, they lost Jameis yesterday. Right. Do you give them a better chance of, of going deep in the playoffs now? If Would you... Which one would be worse? If they lost Jameis or they lost Kamara? I think Henry because Sean Payton's just so good. No, no, no. My point is Kamara or Jameis. 
Because you're saying it's the only one where the quarterback I, is not worse. The quarterback is always worse, in my opinion, including Tennessee, actually. But Henry's the only person for whom you could even make that argument. All right, we'll see. Uh, we will continue as we roll on here. Uh, Nuno's takes are next, in which he fires three coaches, one of whom won yesterday. And then time for your calls here, your hot takes. I'll tell you when to call. That's just a few minutes away. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, guests on the Goodyear Hotline, and we come to you live every morning from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. We've been talking about a million different things, including the really bad injury to uh, Derrick Henry, which is going to end his season in Tennessee. Here's a gambling note. Did you put this up, Hembo? Someone put this on my screen. The Titans were six-point underdogs to the Rams at Caesars this morning. The line has been pulled. They've taken the line down, waiting to see. Currently, FanDuel and DraftKings have it as seven and a half and seven. Most books are waiting on MRI results before changing any of the futures. But I just think it'll be interesting to see how much Vegas puts on Henry. Again, Caesars had it a six-point game. When the word comes back today, as is unfortunately the expectation that Henry will not play and is out for the year, even if he's not out for the year but isn't playing this week, what would you guess it'll go from six to what? Nine? At the most. Is he a field goal? That, that would be about as much as any non-quarterback. Most quarterbacks, the great quarterbacks, are worth somewhere between seven and ten. We saw Devontae Adams last week when it was announced he was not going to play for the Cardinals. That was like two, two and a half points. That's my guess for Henry. Somewhere in that range. Two, two and a half. Two, two and a half. So maybe it goes from six to eight, eight and a half, something like that. We will see. Um, okay, so we are jam-packed. We have a million things to do. We'll do Nuno's notes here in a minute and then plenty of time for your calls. Uh, also, you can sign up with DraftKings, and I recommend you do, the official Daily Fantasy partner of the NFL and use my name Greeny as the code you'll get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs this week with your first deposit minimum five dollar deposit required eligibility restrictions apply see DraftKings.com for details what's going on Nuno not much Greeny Nuno is a unique personality there's just that je ne sais quoi he puts notes on all of the games into the Google Doc for me I'm definitely a savant and I like it I just enjoy it Nuno's notes uh sure Let's do it. All right. So we go through Nuno's notes here on these Mondays because he just types these things into our Google Doc. 
as though the rest of us didn't watch the games or didn't have opinions. But Nuno, he just got his takes, and frankly, I kind of like him. So I figured let's just read you some of them. Steelers Browns, he writes, anyone who is running fake pates on uh, fake punts on fourth and nine from their opponent's ten yard line and gets their kicker concussed should be fired. Let the record show he's firing Mike Tomlin off of a huge road win yesterday in the division because he ran the fake punt and then he also ran the fourth and nine yesterday on the fake field goal. What was your your takeaway, Nuno, on the fake field goal there that got Chris Boswell knocked out of the game? Sorry, and I mis uh, mistyped it. Yeah, yeah that's a, def- that was a, a, fake a fake field goal. goal. You can I was hoping that the that the Browns actually scored to take the lead. And then having to see uh, Mike Tomlin trying to figure out how he was going to win that game when all he would have needed was a field goal and then Big Ben threw an interception late in that game or something of that nature and just get so we can just destroy him for that. Uh, Here's what I'd say. Boswell, that one is on Boswell. And here's why. When you're the kicker, you got to run to the sideline. He pulled a Carson Wentz, <laughs> which is he runs to the sideline. If you saw the fake field goal yesterday and he's like, he's waiting and waiting and waiting for something to come open and he doesn't want to give up on the play because it's a fake field goal. <laughs> but instead of turning it over, he waits too long. And what he found out the hard way was just how fast defensive players close in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you have any wonder, Greeny, what, like, for any of us, what it would look like if we took one NFL hit. Yeah. Worse than that. Like, it's easy to watch these guys play and not have any sense because they're all great athletes, really big and strong and fast. That's what most of us would look like if we took one hit from an NFL player. Yes, and, and again, he suffered a concussion, so we, oh. we can't make jokes about it. Right. But he got knocked, like, into the stands. He got hit so hard. And, and But that one is, he's got to throw that ball away. Oh, yeah. Like, a player does it, or, or throw it up for grabs. At that point, you're not any worse off being intercepted. Not enough worse. I mean, technically, it would be a touchback, so you're losing some yardage. But, but you're, at that point, just throw it up for grabs. But what you don't do is that, because he got himself just absolutely <laughs> annihilated. Uh, next, Titans Colts, he writes, Carson Wentz is good enough to get you fired. So there's another coach he's firing. That's two coaches he's firing. One of whom won, the other of whom lost yesterday, and that's Frank Reich. But you know Wentz well enough, Hembo. Is Reich doing as much as can be done with Wentz? Yes, there is no question. If you watch the Colts play now, I kind of agree. Th- every answer is an easy one. And, and the, the things that Carson Wentz is messing up now are like the most obvious and egregious things you learn when you're playing high school quarterback. That's, that's Carson Wentz now. You, if you provide him all the answers, he can do this stuff within the framework of your offense. Not even as well as Phillip Rivers did last year. But those mistakes he made at the end of the game yesterday were obviously inexcusable. The next Nuno take is super provocative. And he's aiming this directly at me. Jets beat the Bengals. And he writes... It looks like Mike LaFleur has more confidence in Mike White than he ever did with Zach Wilson. Why is Mike White that much better than Zach? So you're trying to rain on my parade. What you're trying to do there, Nuno, with that is make me miserable on a day that should be a happy day. I would never do that for you. I'm just trying to find out, and I think it's a fair question to ask, is why haven't we, why haven't we seen this out of the Jets' offense? Is it based upon the fact that they got conservative and said, hey, let's put, this, let's put our quarterback in a, place, in a position to make plays? Or have they thought that Zach Wilson is so great that he can do, like, he can make these plays versus, you know, like, versus just scaling it back and, and a lot, and putting the QB in the position to succeed. And I don't think they've done that with Zach Wilson. What, what you've done is actually point out something accurate, which is yesterday's win 
My euphoria was heavily tempered. It was tempered by questions. It was a win that brings up a lot of questions, like why haven't they coached like that with Zach Wilson at quarterback? And why haven't they looked like that with Zach Wilson at quarterback? And are we about to create for ourselves a situation which nobody wants? Like, as bad as things got in Chicago with Justin Fields, at no point were, were we thinking maybe they'll decide Justin Fields isn't the future. Like, they're going to fire the coach way before they're going to get rid of him. Like, all of a sudden, this thing does open up the door to some some things that bring up questions. So I do find it questionable. Let me ask you a question, Bubba, and, and I, I will defer to Bubba on this because many of you may not know this, but Bubba, long before he uh, began this incredibly successful run in radio production. Bubba actually was a person who administered lie detector tests for the CIA. So he knows about asking provocative questions. And when asked yesterday whether or not Mike White could continue to be the quarterback, even when Zach Whistle is healthy, Robert Sala said... Anything's possible. So it's... Anything is possible. So forgetting all the other things he said, he quantified it, but not that much. So in your opinion, Bubba, was the coach of the Jets, sending a message to Zach Wilson by saying anything is possible, he could lose his starting job. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he was necessarily trying to send a message. I just think he's being honest because I think if anything we've seen with him is he doesn't fully understand coach speak yet, whether it was with <laughs> the all-22 yeah. thing. He's just saying what comes to his head, whatever it is, whether it's an inappropriate, you know, like a rude thing or a mean thing or just – Whatever comes to his head, he just says it, and then later he has to backtrack. So I think, yes, it is a message, but he was just saying, yeah, anything's possible. He could, whatever. I think he was just answering the question, and then, yeah, today when he goes on Michael and Don, he will completely backtrack and change his opinion. But I think he's just saying whatever comes to his head and says it because he doesn't fully understand coach speak yet. I'm, I'm with you, and, 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 and I'm, I'm actually with everything you said because that's a statement that if he didn't mean to make it, that's a problem because that, that is – you got to know when you're the head coach of a football team that when someone says, might this guy become your new starting quarterback and you say anything is possible, like that's not the same thing as Kevin Durant, Durant – uh, excuse me, as Kevin Garnett screaming anything is possible on the court after you just won a championship, right? This anything is possible is going to be dissected in a variety of different ways. All right, we still have to get a green light in here today, but right now I'm throwing open the phones to you. My number is 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. It's time for your hot takes. Anything possible! Denny, you guys get the all-22 take. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. All right, so uh, the breaking news I have here is from Jeremy Fowler, who reports that the Titans are bringing in Adrian Peterson for a meeting with the team. Peterson, of course, has not been in the NFL this year. He's one of the most productive running backs of all time. That's one of the options they may look at now with the injury to Derrick Henry that is of significance. Actually, it gave Hembo the idea to do a trivia question. You said that there are three running backs ever. There are three running backs in NFL history that have rushed for more touchdowns than Adrian Peterson. He has 118. Greeny, can you name the other three? I think I can, but Brandon said he wanted to do it. Go ahead. Shout him out, Brandon. Who you say? Definitely Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith is one. Emmett Smith is correct. All right, good. And, uh, uh, That's Ladanian Tomlinson. Ladanian Tomlinson is also correct. All right, Very one well more. done. I remember this one because All right. He says Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen is also correct. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That is well done by Brandon. I'm, I'm, I would have gotten it wrong. Nice. I would, abs- I would have said Barry Sanders for sure. Oh, Sanders had 99 for his career, so he, he's, number, he's number 10 on the all-time. I was going to so. guess Marshall Falk. Where was he? Marshall Falk is tied for eighth with Sean Alexander. Walter ah, Payton, right. fifth. Jim Brown, sixth. John Regan, seven. And then Alexander and Falk. Well wow. Done. Well okay, done, that Brandon. is well done wow. on that front all the way around. And then one more thing you were going to give me before I get to the calls here. Mm-hmm. I said to you, what is the line on the Jet game Thursday night at Indianapolis? And you said we need to do this on the air. Uh-huh. So my guess. initial guess <coughs> was going to be the Colts are a six-point favorite. That, that Despite the Jets' great performance yesterday, they're on the road in a short week. They're still the Jets. Uh, you know, the Colts losing overtime against a good team yesterday. So my, my guess was Jets plus six. The answer is Jets plus ten and a half. The ten Jets a are half. a ten and a half point dog. The line opened at 14 and a half. So the Jets were already working at that kind of disadvantage. The point has the line has already moved four points in their direction and it's still that large. Still ten and a half. Hmm. Does that surprise you, Brandon? Does that surprise anybody? Anyone surprised by? Let me get to. I'm I'm making people wait too long on the lines here, but (laughs) that that does surprise me a little bit. Anyway, all right, we've been spending this entire show talking, and on Mondays, I like to get your hot takes. It's your chance to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Bubba, who's first up? First up, we're going to start with Adam. All right, Adam, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Give me a hot take. Greeny, you're killing me today with the Jets win. Mike White, I mean, dude, they're on fire right now, and you're banging on them like they just lost the game. I remember Lewis Riddick comparing Patrick Mahomes to a Ferrari. The Jets are like, what, 
one game behind the the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Give the give the Jets some credit. Give them some love. New coaching staff, backup quarterback. Zach Wilson can learn behind Mike White. I'm loving the life right now. Come on. Look at the Bills. The Bills lost to the Titans. The Jets beat the Titans. They just beat the Bengals. The Bengals just beat the Ravens. How much time do you got left on your show? I could go What about the Jaguars? Everyone there on your show was banging on the Jets. Like, Trevor Lawrence should stay in school. Stay in school. Go to the Jets. Look at what he's doing with Urban Meyer. Nothing. They are hot garbage in Jacksonville. I, I'm just saying I would give the Jets more credit than what you're doing right now. It's all I, I love the call, Adam, and I love the take. Thank you for making it. Here's what I'll say. If that performance yesterday was Zach Wilson, I would have done two hours on it today. I, I would have done two hours. But it is a performance that unfortunately begs some questions, none of which I feel like asking. <laughs> I don't feel like asking the question of myself as a Jet fan today. Are we sure Zach Wilson is the future? That's a question at no point this year did I want to ask. So it was a delight to see it yesterday. But Mike White is a person that you're supposed to, is never supposed to play a snap. The best case scenario is that Mike White never plays for the Jets again. And that's not good. So, but Adam, I appreciate the call, and that's the way a fan should feel. Uh, who's next up here with us, Bubba, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line? Yeah, next up we have Jonathan. Jonathan, give me a hot take. Okay, after watching football Sunday, the Raiders are going to win the AFC West. Hands down. Keep going. The I like your the thinking. Chargers, the Chargers didn't really seem that good against the Patriots. I don't need to watch Monday Night Football. I know what the Chiefs are going to do. They're not going to perform well against the Giants. I like I'm it. just kidding. Everybody performs well against the Giants. <laughs> you're, you're not getting an argument out of me. I, I, I actually kind of like it. I let, I'm telling you right now, Kansas City is not blowing out the Giants tonight. They're not. I, I'm not telling you the Giants are going to win the game. The line is 10 and a half. You're not giving them 10 and a no half? No chance. I'll, I'll make it right now. Monday Night Football preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. If your pet is hurt in a car accident, Progressive pays up to $1,000 in vet expenses. With free pet coverage, visit Progressive.com. I'm telling you right now, my pick is Giants plus the 10 and a half. For sure. On Get Up, you said you'd take the Giants outright. Are you going to go that far? I, I, I want to have a little fun with the crew uh-huh. here today. I would not be stunned. Let's put it that way. I would uh-huh. not be stunned. I'm not, I'm not betting the amount of money that matters to me right. on the money line. Don't get me crazy <laughs> here. But I'm definitely taking the Giants with the points tonight. Okay. You agree? I do. That's a lot of points. It's too many points. Too many points. Too many points. Uh, it's, it's to me. So I agree. Can, I think the Raiders have a real shot. Like, let's see them keep this thing going. They've also got that, you know, the Gruden factor there, which you can sort of bandy together around a common enemy, all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure bandy is the word I was looking for, but whatever it is they're doing. Rally? Rally. Whatever it is you do around a common enemy, um, (laughs) they're doing that. I I agree. I would not be at all surprised. The Chargers, that was a disappointing performance from the L.A. Chargers yesterday. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Christian. All right, Christian, you're on ESPN Radio. Give me a hot take. My take is Jameis Winston started his last down for the Saints yesterday because after we do the Trevor experiment this week coming up, by week 10, Ian Book will be our starter and have the best season for any rookie this year from week 10 on. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Bubba, keep him on there. Would you right now, if you're running the Saints, call either of these two people, Drew Brees Philip Rivers, would you call either of them right now? No. I'd call, I'd call Drew Brees to be a quarterback's coach. That's about it. 
Mm-hmm. How about Rivers? Rivers, his high school season, he's been coaching high school football. Their season ended this week. No, I would not call Rivers. So you have a in better feeling about Ian Book. In the, preseason, that- when, in the preseason when we had Winston and Taysom battling, I thought Ian Book looked the best, the most accurate. All the practices I went to, Ian Book looked the best. He just wasn't in the competition, and you don't want to just throw a rookie in there right away. I, I think Sean Payton wanted to keep him for the whole year, and he would have been our future. Well, he already he already got um, trade offers after the preseason, and he didn't take them. So he sees something in him, and I trust Sean Payton. I like the take. I love the call. That's an excellent call. And if you did your scouting at, at, at training camp, then I'm all the more into it. <laughs> I'm all the more into the fan call right there. I love it. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Jeff is in Queen. Jeff, give me a hot take. Hey, Greeny, thanks for getting me on again, man. Calling you is a lot cheaper than going to therapy. I'll tell you that, bro. <laughs> Go. Uh, I want to apologize. Uh, you know I'm a Dolphins fan. I know you callers don't really care about the Dolphins, but um, Brian Flores and Chris Greer have to have some dirt on Stephen Ross, either videos, emails, <laughs> something, photos, because how these guys aren't fired, because Chris Greer sucks at his job. Brian Flores is just another Bill Belichick assistant that ain't worth a damn thing. Our offensive coordinators can't call a high school game. Uh, Tua Tungvaloa is just another product of Alabama football. And real quick, on Deshaun Watson trade, they want three first-round picks. I'll give them seven first-round picks. The five we had in the last two years and the 49ers' first two-round picks. And I guarantee the Texans still won't do it because our five first-round picks from the last two years Thank you, you, Jeff. I appreciate the call, and I'm happy to be your outlet here anytime for your frustration. I have felt it many a time myself. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Chris. All right, Chris, you're on ESPN Radio. Give me a hot take. Chris. So after starting 7-0 and yet another epic collapse on Saturday, Jim Harbaugh finishes 8-4 and gets fired. Let's see their schedule. That's one of the worst losses. That was excruciating, right? Like, like I, I said earlier on the show today, because I didn't have a horse in the race, that I, that was the most exciting football game I've watched, not only this year, on any level, college or pro, but one of the most exciting games that I can remember watching in football in years. Let me, have you got the schedule in front of you? Stand by. Obviously, they still have Ohio State. Um, we just we, signed that new contract extension. We know that. Yeah, but it's short. 20, it, it's it's, a, it's through a 2025, extension? which is short by their standards. <laughs> right. Do you have their schedule in front of you? Yes. They, they finish with Indiana. At, Indiana's having a down year. Mm-hmm. People thought they were getting much better. At Penn State. Oh, that's very losable. At Maryland. I mean, that's a game they should. That, that's Tongo Ayala's brother. That's, that's winnable, certainly. And then Ohio State. So, wow. I don't – look, for, 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 the, for, the, for Michigan – their fans want it to be about championships. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about two things there. It's about getting to the playoff, and it's about beating Ohio State. If they beat Ohio State, then they just need Michigan State to lose a game. So when is that game? When do Michigan State and Ohio State play each other? That's in two weeks. Yeah, because that, that's, that's, that's the monster game now. Ohio State it's beat the 20th. Penn State. That's tw- three weeks, the 20th. Yeah. So does that mean those games are back-to-back weeks? Mm-hmm. For, for, so Ohio State has Michigan State and Michigan in back-to-back weeks? Mm-hmm. So that's where it all... That's where, as, as Gus said the other day, the rubber is about to meet the road. He's terrific, by the way. I love Gus Johnson. Um, that was an unbelievable game. Yeah, that's a terrible loss. 
For Harbaugh, that is a terrible loss. You're up 16 points in the third quarter of that game, and they cannot stop your offense. Cannot stop your offense. And he keeps putting that kid on the field even after he fumbled the first time and he gets lucky, the ball gets kicked out of bounds and he puts him out there, he puts him out there again and the ball gets turned over. No, that, that was a brutal loss. Brutal. What did, did someone just say something to me? What, I, I, one more. Go ahead, Bubba. Who's next? Uh, let's go to Buddha in the Bronx. Buddha in the Bronx. You're on ESPN Radio. Give me a hot take. Go. All right, listen. Robert Sala wasn't sending that message to Zach Wilson. He was sending that message to Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas... Your first round, second round picks, and your free agencies have sucked. You know, uh, I watched the way you move, walked away from Adam Gates when he brought you in here, and I'm doing what I need to do to keep my job because, uh, you know, your support in terms of getting players has not been great. Hold on, Buddha. Leave Buddha up there a minute. Are you telling me that you, Buddha, as obviously the Jet fan that you are, I can tell from the, from the tone, that you're giving up on Zach Wilson, that you believe Zach Wilson was a mistake to take at number two? I'm not giving up on him long term, but in the short term, I am. I mean, look at the listen. Look at the way Adam Gase brought this guy in here, and when he with two losses, two wins, they he moonwalked right away from him. This Salah got to do what he got to do because you know, in this town, you keep having these double digit loss seasons, you'll be gone too. Look, I, I hear you, and I appreciate the call, Buddha. Thank you, and Bubba. Let's lose the music. Let's just sort of leave it on this. The worst thing that could happen to the Jets is for that to be true. So, like, if for, for the, the caller earlier, Adam, who was mad at me for not being more excited, my enthusiasm is tempered by the fact that the Jets looked so much better with the quarterback who isn't the future of their franchise. Now, before that, I made the point that Mike White turning out to be a really good NFL player is no less likely then Tom Brady turning out to be the greatest quarterback of all time. White was drafted in what round? The fifth round? The fifth round. He was the 171st pick in 2018. So he was drafted one full round and 28 picks earlier than Brady was. <laughs> and I, I haven't seen video of Mike White's uh, combine, but it couldn't have been less athletic than Brady's was. <laughs> Certainly not. So I, I'm not telling you I think Mike White's going to be a great player. I hope Zach Wilson is going to be a great player. That's what I'm saying. So that's the part of this that has me a little bit concerned. You're telling me the Jets are a ten and a half point dog. A ten and a half point dog. Vegas is not on Thursday night. So 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 the New York football teams, the Giants are a ten and a half point dog tonight, <laughs> and then the Jets are a, a, a ten and a half point dog Thursday night. Nuno, which of those is going to win outright? If I'm telling you right now, either the Giants straight up forget the number, it just is a nice parallel because the numbers are the same. If I'm telling you right now. One of the two New York teams are going to win in the next four days. Which one are you telling me it is? I have more confidence in the Jets than I do with the Giants. You have more confidence in the Jets, you said? Yes, based upon the fact that the, I think Patrick Mahomes will have, will have one of these games where everything goes right. They score 34 to 41 type of points uh, tonight. And with the Jets playing against the Colts, they're playing Carson Wentz. He makes mistakes. Yes, he does. Bubba, give me one final word on your Cowboys yesterday. Super Bowl, are they the best team in the NFC right now? Cowboys best in the NFC. (laughs) NFC? We're the best team in the NFL. What are you, crazy? (laughs) Bubba looking good in the Dak jersey. Day 26, Hembo. My favorite thing about Bubba's today is that he's wearing the Dak jersey over like a dress shirt. Yeah, I know. Do you have a job interview right after this? (laughs) I do, actually. 
It's a great look. Oh, well, good luck. All right, yeah. Well, Bubba's a man of, of many extremely successful career endeavors, so you never know what might be up his sleeve. And they're nice sleeves. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.